Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. Today, we are going to be talking about marketing. Now, I know that I have talked about this on other episodes. It's not like this is the first time we're ever going to be talking about marketing, but it's coming up a lot right now um, for my clients and in the Passion and Prosperous Academy. Everyone that I'm working with is in a lot of action right now, right? So I'm recording this show at the end of February, 2023. And this is a time of year when there's a lot that you can be doing in your business. You know, like sometimes when there's big holidays or like the year ebbs and flows, and let's just put it that way. And we all know that, right? So there are certain times of year where where everyone's kind of like putting out new stuff and 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 revving things up and it's like a good time to be you know seeking clients obtaining clients and this happens to be one of them and so because it's the season of a lot of activity and attracting and it's just a, a good runway you know before there's like too much interruption when we start getting into certain holidays or certain like the summer gets a little weird and stuff like that um everyone's doing stuff and so what's happening for me and my business is i'm talking to people every single day who are doing stuff like putting out workshops or doing challenges in their facebook group or starting a facebook group or doing one of the things that i teach my clients to do, which is to create free four-week programs, right? This is something that I have used myself as a strategy and that I teach my clients to use as, as a strategy, and a lot of them are doing it. Um, and then even just like using, even just being out there wanting people to 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 come work with you one-on-one, right? But it's just a time of year where where there's a lot of opportunity. And what I'm finding is that I'm having a lot of conversations with my clients and with my community about marketing strategies because at the end of the day, everybody's so concerned with not being salesy. As you know, we have like, you know, we have episodes on that. I think one of them is literally called like your, you know, your fear of being salesy is killing your biz, right? Um, To just like this fear of, of, of too much, like this fear of, putting yourself out there too much. This is like this huge fear that I'm that I'm noticing, right? That everyone's so concerned with that they're going to be out there too much. And one of the things that I actually teach and talk about all the time is that like you can't be too anything. Like there's no such thing. Like you can't be too, T-O-O, anything. You can just be you can just do the things that you know you need to do to get the outcomes that you want to get. And there's no such thing as to anything. And when it comes to marketing your business and your services and your offers and your valuable resources, even if they're free, there is no such thing as marketing it too much. If you look at any majorly successful business in the world, They market. They market all the fucking time. They even pay millions of dollars for for something as simple as having a product placement on a TV show. You can't be seen too much. If you watch the Super Bowl and you watched Rihanna's halftime show, she fucking stopped in the middle of her number to powder her nose with her product that she sells. 
you can't market too much. And I watch so many coaches and entrepreneurs and wellness professionals and thought leaders and and creatives and light workers, all the people that I work with, I watch them sabotaging themselves out of fear of being too visible or out of fear of showing up too much on someone's social media feed. And I will go back to what I said about your fear of being seeming salesy, right, is is killing your biz. If that's if you can't get over the marketing piece of your business, you you won't have a business. So I wanted to come in today to talk about what marketing strategy really looks like. Now, obviously, if you're my client and if you're in the Passion and Prosperous Academy or if you're working with me one on one, we create a strategy for your specific thing that you're doing, right? Like, so I've got clients doing anything and everything from putting out a lead magnet, which is like a free resource that someone can enter their name and email in to get, right? And it's like gets delivered to their inbox to uh, putting out, like I said, like a free four-week program. I've got clients, this is all right now. I've got clients doing five-day challenges. I've got clients doing four-week free programs. I've got clients doing one-off workshops. I've got clients doing low-cost um, programs or workshops. I've got people putting out courses that that are more money or group programs that are a couple of thousand dollars, right? So we've got clients that are putting out all different forms of content and then including their one-on-one services, right? So everyone that I work with is, is wanting people to absorb, say yes to, pay for, watch, listen, like everyone that I work with, that's the goal is to get people to take action and engage with either their paid services or what they're putting out for free. And the thing is, is that like you can't get that, like you can't get eyes on your stuff or ears on your stuff or people in the room or people to pay for anything unless you are marketing. And marketing is not like a once a week thing. And it's also not a one channel thing. So the first thing that 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 I that I really want to help everyone get over is this idea that like your that marketing is like this itty bitty baby little thing that you do like when you have the courage to do it and you work really hard on this one social media post and then you post it and then you know you wait for responses and 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 for the flood of people to sign up for shit because guess what you're going to be waiting forever it, that's just not the way that it works um in the episode that I put out not too long ago, I, I, I lose track now. It could have been long ago. <laughs> it could have been a few months ago, but it was on visibility. And, you know, the episode is called, Do You Have a Visibility Problem? This is all related. This is all related. All right. So what I wanted to talk about today was, was the importance of understanding what level of marketing goes into getting getting results, getting the, the outcomes that you want, whatever that is, whether it's for people to take up, take you up on the thing that gets them on their, on your email list, whether it's to come to your free shit, your workshops, your trainings, your challenges, your talks, your webinars, whatever you want to call it, your master classes, you know, like courses, like whatever you want to call your free shit. Right. And then what you, what you want people to pay for your one-on-one services, a paid course, a paid program, a low-cost thing, whatever. I literally had a conversation with one of my clients yesterday who, you know, said, you know, who, who, who's been, lots of shit's been going on. Like, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but like, for example, like we created a business for her, a service-based business, and she still has a full-time job while she's getting her business off the ground. There's like some shit going on where she might be getting like a promotion and blah, blah, blah. So she's going to be traveling and she has this happening and she's going on vacation. And she literally said to me, I feel like I need to take a break from, from like trying to get people to do 
my one-on-one services. So I think I need something evergreen. And we had to have a whole conversation about the fact that even if you have something evergreen, like even if you have like some great little course or resource or PDF or video that you want to charge $17 for, $27 for, you still are going to need to market it. You're still going to need to let people know that it's there. So like there is no, there is no business without marketing. Like there is no business, even a refer. I mean, let's just, let's just, let's say that one possible way that you could have a successful business is if you have this, like, uh, like this referral based business where you, and, and where, and, and I don't know, you can't proactively do this necessarily. I mean, I guess you can, I personally would never want all of my, um, I would never want my business strategy to be in the hands of relying on other people finding me clients. That I just want to say that. But anyway, a referral based business could be that, you know, your clients become the, the, the rainmakers or the machine that helps you to create new clients. That's wonderful. I've had some referrals. I've had some referrals, but there really is very, there's very few business models that don't require marketing and promotion. And as you know, big companies, right, spend money on marketing and promotion. They pay. They pay for ads or they pay a marketing agency, like, right? So there's, there's ways to invest in your marketing and promotion. But in my experience, A, no one that I work with starts out as a brand new business owner with some marketing budget <laughs> with like some, you know, like a, like, a, like a, a couple of hundred thousand or maybe even just like 50K or whatever to invest in marketing and promotion, myself included. I, I have a lot of, of, of entrepreneurial entrepreneur friends who have businesses that now are multiple six half a million a year, a million and above. And I know that most of my peers, including myself, did never invested in any sort of supplemental marketing, like meaning either hiring someone to help or paying for ads for certain specific things and stuff like that until they reached like multiple six figures in their business. Because other because before that, it doesn't feel like the right investment for where like in your business for most people, for most people. So what I, what what I wanted to talk about today is when you're doing organic marketing, when you're the marketer, when you're the one building your business, and and like I said, this isn't only if you are just starting. This even includes be getting to like over six figures, 100K, or even over 200,000. I I never invested in any outside marketing support until I was making well over $200,000 a year. And again, that's because all businesses have costs associated with them. You can usually get to 100K without a lot of outside sources. I did it without a virtual assistant, without, you know, like I did it like completely on my own. And then usually as you start like growing or scaling, depending on what you're doing, like if you're just growing and you're just keep raising your one-on-one investment and you're getting a lot of um, people coming to you by referral, then you may never need a virtual assistant. You may never need someone to create digital, you know, things or graphics or do design for you or work in Canva or help you with your social media. Like you may never need that. But most people, when they're really looking to grow a, a business that 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 generates more than six figures, you start bringing people on, like, and we call that building a team, right? Um, so those investments in team and in um, ads or whatever, most people don't do till they're making a certain amount of money. So then the assumption is that to get to a certain level, especially, you're doing it on your own. And therefore, you've got to have something that's empowering you to do it. And you don't actually need to be like a marketing genius. All right. And you can. So there's a difference between working with a coach like me, 
Okay. Now I am a marketing and messaging coach. Like I'm a marketing and messaging expert, right? If you hear the term business coach, there's millions of kinds of business coaches. Like there's lots of like things that a business coach could call themselves a business coach, but then what they really do. Right. And so one of the things that I, that I really do as a business coach is I help people create strategy, marketing, I help them create the content. So content strategy, right, which includes creating the content and then how to actually market it, how to get people to do it, both the free and the paid, and then how to get results from it on the other end, right? So I'm I'm the coach that like takes you from not knowing what content to create, right? I take you from knowing your niche and your offer and your transformational system and how to position your expertise and your genius and your gifts and your amazingness. Like I teach you, that's your brand. So I teach you how to create your brand and then how to create the content that's aligned with your brand, how to then get people to, to absorb your content, to say yes to it. Right. And then once you get them onto your yellow brick road, that's when they've said yes to your content or whatever, then how to get them to do what you want next right? How to get them to move along your yellow brick road, how to get them to pay for your services and so on, right? So, so like that's my specialty, right? Is that strategy? And, and that works for scaling too, because no matter what, I can help you to create bigger offers or, or go bigger, which means smaller offers at volume and teach you all of the ways that you're going to be able to do the same thing, which is to attract people to serve them and to convert them into paying you. And so you could do this relatively on your own. When I say relatively, I mean, you may need someone like me to help you do it organically. And and I'm just making a distinction between a coach like me and then hiring someone who like would would just be like a marketing agency where you think they're going to do it for you. And the problem with hiring anyone to do it for you, your marketing, is that you still need all of this stuff that can only come from you, your niche, your message, your mission, like your personality, your energy, uh, all the stuff that makes that that people need to be attracted to. They need to be attracted to you and your mission and your and your energy and your vibe and your expertise that like that helps solve a specific problem for them and all of that. And a marketing agency can't create that for you. So the only way that like a paid marketing agency could actually help you is if you already had all that in place and you were able to say to them, this is my vibe, this is my energy, these are my ideal clients, this is what I'm offering and like be so clear and then it might be worth investing with someone who's then going to take it off your hands. So again, that's something that most people don't do until they've achieved a certain level because it's not only about achieving a certain um, financial level in your business, but it's also achieving a certain level of clarity and like an establishment, like establishing your voice, establishing your message, establishing your brand, establishing your mission, establishing like the way you put your expertise out into the world. That's not a marketing agency. That's like the work you have to do first right? Which is a lot of what I help you do. So in the, until you're at that point, you have to still know how to market yourself. And so what is organic marketing? Today, I want to break it down a little bit more for you so that you understand what you need in order to like think that you have a marketing strategy. And you should have one. Like you, you can't, have a business, desire clients, right? You can't desire to make money and have clients and eliminate the part where you have to do the marketing to create that. Like it's just not possible. And so therefore, even if you're, if you're having some imposter syndrome, which I totally get, right? Like even if you're having imposter syndrome and you're like, but I don't like, who am I to think that I have a marketing strategy? You might think that. I know this. I know that a lot of times when I work with clients and I start talking to them about how we're going to strategically get people to 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 do the thing, to say yes or whatever, and they get very, very contracted 
and and a little bit like kind of, you know, imposter syndrome and scared because they're thinking that I'm asking them to do something that they're not ready for or that they're or that they're not big enough for. And and I have to explain, no, it's the other way around. You have to you have to like you have to do what we're talking about in order to get any bigger. In order to have the 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 validation in order to get the the the, for the paying client, right? So you have to start first. You can't wait and go, ooh, now I've made some money and some clients, so now I'll start thinking about marketing. So if you have a story or a limiting belief, like if you even say to yourself in the universe on a regular basis, I don't know how to market, or I'm not good at marketing, or I'm not big enough for marketing. That's the very first thing that we have to change for you is that story that you can't say those things. You have to replace that with, I'm excited to tell everybody about what I do. I, I, I market my services because they provide tremendous value, right? So we have to replace any thought that you have that's contrary to you knowing how to market your business with, you know, whatever you need to hear instead. So a marketing strategy, right, is basically four, four things. Okay. That's four things. So number one, it's your marketing channels. I like to call them levers, right? Like if you imagine, um, like a wall, I'm trying to think, I think it was Downton Abbey that I was like, ooh, like I think that in the kitchen they had like a wall where like with all these little levers that like would let them know like if anyone rang for them from like a different room in the house, right? And when I went to the Downton Abbey exhibit when it was on tour, because like my husband and I are so geeky, and I remember they had it, um, they had the kitchen there in the wall, and I was like, there are the levers, right? So whenever I think marketing channels, I I actually think of a wall with levers. All right. Like these little levers that you could like, like push down, right? Pull down the lever. And I think of marketing channels as levers on the wall. And whenever you are wanting to market anything, uh, 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 something that you're putting out, you know, for free or something that you're putting out for paid, a resource, your one on one, whatever, then you have to know that like you've got a wall of levers that represent all of the ways that we can market. And you choose, you go, what levers am I going to pull? And we can choose the levers, levers that we want to pull according to like what we're, what we, what outcomes we want and what we want to get out of it. So the marketing strategy is made up of your marketing levers, a variety of messaging styles. Okay. So that's number two. So number one is marketing levers. Number two is messaging styles. And then number three is clear ways for people to take action, sometimes called calls to action. But I'm adding in the word clear, clear ways for people to take action. This is important in marketing, like that, that it's clear to people what you want them to do. And then the right mindset. That's the fourth thing. And I already started talking about that. I'm like, just the very first thing is shifting away from, I'm not good at marketing to, I love putting my business out there. I'm putting my stuff out there. Right. So, and then all the other stuff that goes with the mindset, like the abundance work, you know, like marketing, you can't market from a scarcity mindset. You can't market from imposter syndrome. You can't market from self-doubt. You can't market from worry. You can't market from, you know, from being afraid to invest in yourself or, you know, like uh, there, there's so many mindset things that need to be in place. So it's like kind of like who you're being while you're marketing in addition to like getting over all the thoughts that you may have about like how no one wants to see what you're what you're putting out there or that you're too visible or people are going to get sick of you or they're going to like unfollow you. And we've got episodes on that too. So the four things of marketing strategy are the marketing levers that you pull, the variety of, of, of styles that you use for your marketing, the clear ways that you give people to, to take action, to do what you want them to do 
And then your mindset around all of it, around marketing, around your business, around like what's available to you, around your possibility, right? That's always an important thing. So what I thought I would do is kind of like go through this with you and hopefully leave you with like a, like a, a better understanding of how you could think of each thing that you want to put out into the world, whether it's a free resource or a workshop that you're doing or your paid services so that you can feel more strategic with like knowing that you're marketing. Because here's what I'm going to tell you. Posting once a week on social media is not going to do anything. It's literally not going to do anything for you. Like nothing. Zilch zero. Nothing. So if you want to get any results in your business, any results, any results, you have to do something. You have to do more. And, you know, it's really funny because like I do, you know, I like to reference these things, but like I, I, re- I recently saw like a sponsored post, you know, an ad on Facebook from a coach and like the whole ad was like, no more, no more posting on social media, no more launching, no more this, no more, basically saying no more of every single activity (laughs) that you would need to do (laughs) to organically create clients and market your business. And I, you know, I didn't like sign up for whatever the fucking training was or whatever, but I can guarantee you that like, it has to do with like taking out ads. Cause there's this, this implication that you don't have to do anything and to have clients and money is fucking ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. There's always a catch. And that's why I spend so much time going into the fact that there is nothing nothing on earth, which is where we all are. I can't speak for like what might be happening in like the cosmic universe, but like here on earth, there's nothing, nothing that you could possibly want or have or get that doesn't have an investment of either time, energy, money, or all three or two, two or three. And, you know, I've done a whole episode. I talk about this all the time. There's nothing in the world other than just like, like feeling inner bliss, like laying on your bed, petting a cat. (laughs) There's nothing that doesn't require some investment of time, energy, and money for, for you to get an outcome. So when you see anyone marketing things and it looks like they're saying you don't need any of those things, you should beware. If someone's marketing something and it sounds too good to be true because they're saying that you don't need to invest time, energy, or money in order to get what you want, go run the other way. Be skeptical. Do not pass go because they're, they're, there's the dupe in there. They're duping you. They're tricking you. When you get inside, whether it's free or paid, you're going to find out that there is an investment of time, energy, or money because there's no such thing as anything that doesn't have that. Right. So, okay. So that being said, I'm here to tell you that my goal for you is to, is to end this episode realizing where you want to invest your time and energy because <laughs> you're going to have to. Okay. And if you, and, and this is, this one is not about investing money. Although, you know, in order to create some of the things, the assets, like, something that requires some tech setup, for example. I know some people that don't feel that they have the skills or bandwidth to learn how to do that, and they do pay someone to do it. That's usually the very first reason someone hires um, a VA, a virtual assistant, is usually the very first reason most people do is because they realize that they'd rather have someone else who loves all the techie stuff set up their email list, set up the, the uh, you know, make a lead magnet for them in Canva, attach it to a, a, a landing page and email setup, make a landing page, get that connected to their email. You need all of that. If you're putting free shit out into the world, you better be building an email list. You should not be giving anything away for free, including a Facebook group without getting someone's email address in exchange. 
Email list building is king, queen, whatever the fuck you want to call it. They, (laughs) okay? Email list building is essential for your business. So right now I've got a bunch of clients who are learning right now how to do landing pages and set it up with their email system. And it can be overwhelming. And with some of them, I'm like, hey, pay my assistant for an hour and she's going to walk you through it. Right. So some sometimes that stuff does feel like you need someone to help you with. But I figured it all out on my own. I didn't hire anyone to do that stuff for me because I didn't know how to do it or didn't figure it out. I did it when I just started to be like, I don't have time for that. Once again, buying my time. Right. Literally paying money to get back time and energy. So everything requires an investment of time, energy and or money. And what I'm talking to you about today is mostly not costing you money unless you decide to do what I just said and like invest in like a virtual assistant or something like that. And obviously your platforms, right? Like things may cost money, like the free version of MailChimp and Flowdesk, like those things. Well, Flowdesk only has a 30 day free trial, but like the free version of MailChimp, like it gets you very little. So like you've got to upgrade. Like so there are expenses in your business that you really should pay. And you just have to chalk it up, even if you're not making money yet. Okay. Um, if you, I use Flowdesk. If you want to um, use, try out Flowdesk, uh, let us know. I can give you a, um, a referral code for that. Right. So if you want, if you want to try Flowdesk, let me know um, because I am a Flowdesk user. And therefore I can, I can give you, I can gift something to you. I think you get something. I think you get like some sort of a discount or bonus or something. Okay. So, um, what are the marketing levers? So I mentioned levers, channels. So I always teach everyone to always remember. So here's what happens. People start businesses and then for some reason, think that social media is the only way to market your business. And it's it's only one of what I consider to be like a minimum of six <laughs> like channels. There, there are more, but in the beginning, right? In the beginning, minimum of six. Okay. And so what are these levers? Well, social media is one of them. Social media is one lever of marketing. And it's a really good one and it's, a, and it's a really important one because it gives you a tremendous amount of reach. It's free until or if you ever want to pay for like ads or something, right? And it's, it, it, it provides a lot of opportunity for you to be visible in many, many different ways, which means putting your face and your voice, right, in there. So it's a very, very useful lever, but it's not the only one. And it's it takes a really long time to grow enough on social media that it does that much for you. And so you can't invest years of your business trying to get something going on social media. You have to be doing all the other levers at the same time because that's how you're going to accelerate your results. So social media is one lever. The next lever is your email list. So if you don't have, and and that counts for like, even if you've got 10 people on it, 20 people. The other day I said to someone, how many people are on your email list? And she said, oh, it's only a hundred. And I'm like, man, I know people who would kill for a hundred people on an email list. Now, do we eventually want more people? Yeah. When it comes to marketing and email lists and everything, and I've shared this stuff with you before, we know that what a funnel is, is it's how things keep kind of narrowing down. It's how people keep eliminating themselves as as prospective clients or buyers. That's what a funnel is, whether it's a paid funnel or an organic funnel or whatever. What that means is that we attract people at the top of our funnel, and then as we keep offering them more ways to commit to us or to like get to know us or to take another step further on our yellow brick road, those commitments get more, more high level, right? It goes from, oh, enter your name and email to get this free thing or look at me on social media to, oh, come to this thing at a specific date and time that I'm doing. It's a talk, it's a workshop, it's a training, it's a challenge, whatever, 
that becomes a higher level commitment. So it's going to eliminate some people, some people that like wanted your free thing or that look at you on social media. That's it for them. They're not going to want to take another step on your yellow brick road. But then there will be people who do want to do that. And then they might stop there. But then some of those people might want to go further and take a discovery call, pay you, join you with money, right? So we are always looking to build our email list because our email list is one of the best places to hang out with people when they first meet you and then maybe they're not ready to go to Oz. What are they doing in the middle? Well, having them on your email list gives you a tremendous amount of ability and control to keep in touch with them, to keep serving them. Whereas social media is very, very, very sporadic. The the only reason why certain people see your stuff all the time is because if they started engaging with it, then social media, we'll call it meta, will keep showing those same people your stuff because those people have expressed interest in it. And so that's why you're like, why are the same people seeing my stuff? You know how that whole bullshit with like cut and paste and the algorithm, you know what that is? It's just that there are people who who like your stuff. And so the way the algorithm works is that is that they're going to keep showing those people your stuff because they've already said they like it. It's not because they're trying to limit you and be like, not show you to other people. It's just that they're showing you more to the people who have already expressed, which is why the numbers are important, right? And one of the ways to get new people to see your stuff is to go look at other people's stuff and 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 engage on their content. You, I want you to do this as an experiment. I want you to go on Facebook and I want you to... Uh, look for someone who you never see their posts anymore. And I want you to go find them and then engage with them. Comment on some of their posts. I guarantee you that by tomorrow, you will start seeing that person's posts in your feed. So that's not like, that's not bad. It's what social media does. It rewards socializing. That's what social media is. All right, but I digress. Okay, so you need people on your email list, okay? That's the second lever. So number one, social media. Number two, email list. Number three, your personal network. Your personal network. So letting everyone that you know off of social media know about whatever it is that, you're, that you want. You're, you you know, right? So you're leveraging the people that are in your network and you're letting them know about your business, about what you're offering, about what you're up to, about what you're doing. Okay. That's the third lever. It's, I call it your inner circle. Okay. Your inner circle. Number four, your community, like your real life community. One of my clients who's been on the show, Jess, She makes flyers for her workshops and she puts a QR code on them and then she hangs them up around the neighborhood in the gym, in the local market, store, coffee place, whatever, wherever her people hang out. Her building, she lives in an apartment building, right? So in your community, it could literally be a flyer. Like do not underestimate that like that's a strategy. I am, you know, uh, I have a postcard that has my podcast on it and a QR code that I carry around with me. I don't want to meet someone in, in, in real life and, and, and get into a conversation with them and then leave it that they're somehow going to like look me up on social media or like give them my, you know, my email and hope that they ever look me up or or tell them my website address. No, I want to hand them something, not a business card though. That's outdated. It's a postcard that has a QR code that takes them to something of value, my podcast. Okay. Then the fifth lever, that's referral partners. That's like who who shares a client base with you that, that wants to support you and that you support them. Referral partners. That's a lever. 
If you've got people that you know that have an audience of people that want what you're offering and you're putting out a workshop or a training or you've got something, then you get to tell your referral partner, hey, I have this coming up and ask them to tell people about it. And then for the purposes of today's episode, I put one more um, lever, which is a big one for me. And this is a little different than inner circle network. This is what I call your, your yellow brick road outreach, your yellow brick road personal outreach. And what that means is that there are always people who are already on your yellow brick road. If you don't know what the yellow brick road is, you're going to reference or go back and listen to the episode on building your yellow brick road. And I talk about Yellow Brick Road on many episodes. It's my organic business strategy system, which is a visual, obviously, of imagining that your business is a Yellow Brick Road and underneath it, the foundation is your niche, your mission, and your signature transformational system. That's what makes up the foundation of your road. And then you've got your beautiful bricks, golden bricks, and then you've got a, a road that begins with the attraction, attract, and that as people walk along your road, they build their no love and trust by being served by you, the serve section. And then they eventually go to what's called convert, which is Oz, where they buy from you. All right. And so that's the yellow brick road strategy. And so the reason why I want you to picture that is that there are people on your yellow brick road that are in the attract and serve that haven't gotten to convert yet. And those people that are already on your yellow brick road, meaning they've already engaged with you. They've, they've already let you know they like what you're doing. They like your posts or they comment on them or you've had an exchange with them or they've already come to other stuff that you've done. They've come to free stuff that you've done or somehow you know them. You have a personal existing relationship with them, right? So I'm not talking about cold DMing. I, I always like to be clear. This is not what I, what I teach, right? So not cold DMing, but messaging personally people that you've that you've already started having a conversation of some sort with conversations don't have to literally be that you talk to them on the phone and saying to them hey i have this thing that i think you would like would you like the link would you like it would you want me to tell you more about it whatever that's yellow brick road personal outreach that's a lever Okay, so I just outlined six levers for you. I want you to picture those levers on the wall in front of you. Social media, email list, inner circle network, community, referral partners, yellow brick road, personal outreach. Okay, those are levers. Those are all marketing levers. And to be perfectly honest with you, whenever you're doing anything, which it should be all the time if you want to have a business, you should always be pulling a minimum of three levers at a time, if not all six. You want to get people to come to your free workshop? Six levers, you guys, to get people into that. You don't have a big existing business yet. You're not making money. You don't have a lot of clients. You don't have a big following, but you, but you want to put out content, which is what I want you to do. I don't want you to wait to do a challenge or a workshop or a training or do a talk until you have more people. No, you have to do those things from the very beginning. It's how you get people and it's how you start nurturing and serving the people that are already hanging around you. There's Even if there's five people around you, you got to start giving them something while you're also attracting new people. So you can't wait to do your things, right? But and if you don't have a big following yet and you haven't been doing a lot yet and you don't have lots of people who love coming to everything that you do, which is what I want for you, okay? I, you can't, I can't even tell you how exciting it is for me that I've gotten to a level in my business where I do have a lot of people who get excited for when I do stuff. And I, and I don't worry anymore. Like I know that if I put something out there, I am going to get a couple of hundred people to sign up for it, right? I, my free stuff, especially. I know that. And, but it took years. I'm in the fifth year of my business to get there. I'm about to be in my fifth year. I'm about to, I'm in my fourth year. I'm about to end my fourth year. Or am I? 2018, Yeah, anyway. So, but my point is, is it takes time. But in the beginning, I didn't have that. Right. And so when you are putting something out there and you want people to come to it, this is where a lot of my clients are right now. 
You have to market it like cray cray. You have to market it like your life depended on it using all of these levers. Not one lever, not a post on social media. No, posting on social media all the freaking time, like every day. And if you're worried that someone's going to be like, oh, I can't believe Stacy posted about that free workshop again. If they don't want to follow me anymore and they want to unfollow me, fuck it. Great. Bye. Go. I use social media for two purposes. One, I like being connected to people from other times of my life that I may not be talking to on the phone or seeing in real life, but I like it. I like seeing what people are up to. I like seeing people's lives. I like celebrating people. I like funny people. I like, I like all kinds of things. I like the personal part of social media. I like to post things personally, but I also use social media for my business unabashedly. If someone doesn't like it and they don't want to be friends with me on social media anymore because they don't want to see a post about my workshop. And that's like, that's like literally important to them to like not see my post about my workshop. (laughs) Then they can get off my social media. I really, at this point, don't give a shit. And I want you to not give a shit either because you have to use the social media for your business if you want to have a business. All right. Okay. So there's, so, so, when you want people to come to something, you've got to pull all these levers or at least multiple levers. Social media, all the time. And I'm not saying that you have to be a slave to social media and, and be on it all day long. What I'm saying is you got to post, you got to tell people about your stuff, and you've just got to show up. Even if you post something not about what you're doing. Even if you just post like, hi, it's a beautiful day here in New York City. Love your Facebook family. That helps. It helps keep you relevant on social media. You want to know what to do about the algorithm? You once in one episode, I was like, if I never had to hear the fucking word algorithm again, I'd be so happy. But if we have to use it, you want to know what to do about the algorithm? Post. <laughs> like that's what you should do about the algorithm. You know, at a certain point, when you've got enough shit going on, if you want to look at insights and 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 all that, okay, great. Okay, but it, but in the beginning, I'm telling you, none of that's going to matter to you. Don't try to manipulate. Don't try to do anything perfect or right. Just, just do, just do, just, just, just post. But you want people to come to your workshop every day. You got to post on social media. You got to have a strategy for how often you want to email the people that you have on your list. You have to do personal outreach. You have to go out into your community and let people know. You have to check on if you have any referral partners. And here's the big one. You've got to invite the people that are already on your yellow brick road. You cannot make the assumption that everybody on your yellow brick road sees all your posts and knows everything you're doing. They don't. That's just not how social media works. It's not how email works. It's how nothing works. We have an episode on visibility. And in that episode, I tell you, people need to see something 22 times in these times, in this day and age, people need to see something 22 times before they take action on it. So I want you to imagine if you want one person to, to take you up on your free offer and join your four-week program, come to your workshop, get your freebie, whatever, let alone pay you for one-on-one services, like if that's what you're marketing. If you're marketing your services, your offer, like your money offer, oh my God, people have to see that. And, and, and we're going to get to the next point in a moment. They need to see it 22 times. How are you getting that in front of them 22 times? You got to use all your channels, okay? You even just have to imagine that it's an energetic thing, that it's like energetically, the more you put it out, the more chances you'll have of like, the, of, of people seeing it. Okay, now, then how do you do that? Well, if you're all worried about like posting and promoting and like, you know, salesy and all this stuff, that brings us to number two. Remember I said that there are four parts. There's the levers, there's the styles, there's the clear calls to action, and then there's the uh, mindset. I mean, the mindset probably goes first, but I already talked about the mindset. Okay. 
So what does it mean by a variety of messaging styles? Now, if you come join me in the Passion and Prosperous Academy, or maybe if you come to some of my events, right? At my live event in November, I actually taught my magical messaging styles. And I teach you how to think about messaging where you where you break up the styles of messaging so that you don't feel like you're just doing the same thing over and over and over again, which is what leads to you thinking that you're going to create audience fatigue. So your fear of audience fatigue is fear that they're going to keep seeing the same thing over and over again. And that might cause a little fatigue. And that's why my, like, like expert magical marketing and messaging is not where you do the same thing over and over again. It's where you do it in lots of different ways. So if you want to promote something and market something, you shouldn't just do it like in in your face, create a Canva graphic that announces what it is and then just keep saying, come to my workshop, come to my workshop, come to my workshop, come to, right? No, you have to use a whole different, you've used lots of strategy. You have to do short posts, you have to do medium, you have to test everything, Write a two-sentence post. Write a longer post. Write a post with no image. Well, on Instagram, you have to use an image. So you got to mix it up. You got to use a picture of yourself. You maybe use a camera graphic. Maybe use something really eye-catching, right? That like would make people want to stop and read your thing. You got to make reels. You got to post it in your stories. On Facebook, you can do, you know, a post without an image. You can try with an image. You can put the link in the comments. You can, right? Like, well, we're going to do calls to action in a moment. Um, um, you can, you, you know, you can post in reels and stories on Facebook, right? You you can, like, you can try all different things. Sometimes you can write a post that just tells a story. And then at the end say, oh, and by the way, I've got this thing for you. You can t- talk to your client specifically to their pain points and then offer your thing as a solution. There's all kinds of ways that you can change up your marketing. But that doesn't mean market less, It means market the shit out of it and know how to do that in a variety of different ways. The third thing, clear calls to action. Give people a lot of different ways to do shit. Now, one thing that you've got to have is an easy link for people to sign up for things. That's why I believe that you really should just get into the tech part and get learn what a landing page is, get a landing page, make a landing page. This is not rocket science. There are probably tutorials everywhere in the world. But if you come work with me or in the academy, we're going to give you a tutorial. We're going to actually like teach you how to do it. Like we're going to show you how to do it. You won't have to go searching on Google, right? Or watching a YouTube video, but you can and you got to learn how to do this so that you have a clear call to action. You want people to book a call with you? Have a scheduling link. You've got to be able to say link in comment. So, you know, occasionally you could test things out with a call to action that says DM me if you want the info. You, you got to experiment. You never know what's going to make people engage and take action. What are all the different kinds of calls to action? Comment below. Click the link in my comments. Click the link in my bio. Um, write me if you want this. Send me a personal message. Um, you know, like b- book a call. Like there's uh, sign up, sign up for this, um, you know, and then telling them where and how to sign up for it. This is in everything that you do. You got to tell people what you want them to do. You can't just like put your shit out there and then expect for people to be like, ooh, I'm going to do like a deep dive investigation to find out how I can get that thing that Stacy talked about. Because guess what? No one does that. No one does that. You want people to get your stuff, join your stuff, pay you for stuff. Just tell them how to do it. Tell them what you want them to do and make it as easy, clear, simple, and straightforward as possible. Remove as many barriers to entry as you can. Now, if the call to action is send me a message, why is that useful? I'll tell you. I'll tell you a little social media secret. Why do you see people doing that? Because... If you, if you say, and I do both, just so you know, because sometimes I don't have the time, bandwidth, energy, or it's not important enough to me to have people message me. So if you put a link, if you put in your post, link in comments or link in bio, okay? What you're doing is you're telling people, 
that they can just go to that link and then that's all they're going to do. And this does impact the quote unquote algorithm because Facebook and Instagram reward posts that get a lot of engagement. Have you ever noticed that you put out a post, it's like you on your fucking wedding day. This happens to me all the time. It's like some post, some love post about my husband. It just happened recently. And, and uh, we had like our, our, um, our date anniversary. I celebrate, we celebrate our, our, the, the anniversary of our first date. And like just this last weekend, I like posted about how I manifested him, whatever. And it's just, it's still getting comments, right? It's gotten like 200 comments or whatever. And it's, so this is a week later. So have you ever had a post like that? Well, guess why? It's because if there's already a lot of comments, Facebook just goes, Ooh, everyone likes this post. We're just going to keep showing it. So if you do link in comments, the downside to that is that, and I'm not saying you should never do this. I'm saying you got to mix it up. That's why you got to do lots of posting. If you do link in comments, what happens is the people just take that as the call to action and they don't necessarily comment and the post goes away a little bit because there's no engagement on it. So you got to use lots of different strategies to create engagement on your posts. And you do that with your calls to action. But your calls to action need to be very clear. So if you say, DM me, you got to be prepared. This has happened to me too. For a lot of people sending you a message and saying, I want that thing. And then you've got to be ready to respond to them and send them the link or send them the whatever. And that's a way that I've created tons of engagement for myself by interacting with people in private message and DM because I invited them to reach out to me. And you might be thinking, no one ever does that. Well, guess what? Maybe a lot of people don't, but when someone does, then you know for a fact that they are definitely on your yellow brick road because they're clearly letting you know that they do want what you have to offer. So levers, messaging, uh, marketing levers, we went over messaging styles, mix it up. Image. But on, on Instagram, you got to have an image. So when I say mix it up, I mean what kind of image, right? And then what kind of content you write. Short, short things, catchy things, provocative things, things that speak to your client and their pain points, things that literally just talk about like the benefits of them signing up for the thing that you're doing, um, things that get people excited, things that all different styles. You got to like, you know, long post, short post. You got to test it. You got to test it out. This is like a whole big fucking experiment. There's nobody who can tell you, even if you hired somebody, a social media person, a marketing agency, guess what? They don't know either. They're going to have to do the same thing. It's always an experiment. It's always an experiment. Okay. And then finally, calls to action. Tell people what you want them to do and make it easy for them to do it. A link, a a place where they themselves enter their name and email. That should always be like, that's like a primary, that's like a foundational thing. I, I, that, that my clients, I make my clients, even when there's resistance, email list, money, blah, blah. blah. I'm like, I don't care. I'm not going to be your business coach and not tell you to start making an email list right now. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to, I'm not going to receive the embarrassment in the future when you go work with someone else and they're like, you have no email list and you work with the business coach. <laughs> okay. Like not a thing, or actually it's the other way around. Lots of business coaches don't teach people how to build their email list. So, but I know how important it is. It's really important. Okay. Um, so calls to action, making it easy, making it easy for people to know how to sign up, how to pay, or what you want them to do. Respond, reply, hit reply to this email, go to the link in comments, go to the link in my bio, send me a message, put something in the comments if you want me to respond to you. They're like calls to action are how you create engagement. And that engagement does lots of different things for you. And then what you do with that engagement, that's a whole other strategy. This is literally what I teach my clients, how to use all of this, how to use this. And then finally, the mindset. You want to walk around thinking that people don't want to see more than one post from you a week, then then you're letting other people decide that you shouldn't make money or have a business. 
you're afraid to talk about your workshop, your challenge, your training, your thing, your whatever it is, you don't want to talk about it too much. Who's benefiting from that? I think no one. You're not benefiting from it. The people that need you are not benefiting from it because they don't know about the thing that you want them to sign up for. And you know what? If anybody doesn't want to see your post, like I said before, and they're and they don't like that you posted three times, then my God, literally, like let them get the fuck off your social media. Who gives a shit? I'm gonna tell you something. If someone's really your friend in real life, or or really your family member, okay? Like, like if someone really loves you or really cares about you and your success. They should not care if you're posting about your business. Someone who's your friend and not your ideal client should literally be like, good on you for letting the world know about like your amazing value. If anyone, you know, one of my clients said, told me her friend told her you're posting too much on social media. I was like, is that your ideal client? She said, no. I said, "Um, is she um, a business coach or an expert on marketing or how to get clients? She said, no. I said, great. Then like, we don't care what she thinks. You, You know what I mean? Like, we don't. Like, I don't. There is no business coach, marketing expert, anyone out there who's going to tell you that the way to grow a business is to not tell anyone about it or not be visible or not stay top of mind. It's just not a thing. So so if you've created your own story about it, then we need to work on that story because remember, that's just in your head. It's your story. It's your fear. It can come from lots of different places. We'd have to do a little analysis to find out what the root of your fear is, what the root of your limiting belief is. And you know what? Sometimes those limiting beliefs can come from someone else. That's what the whole episode about getting enrolled in someone else's story is about. That's literally what it's about. It's about like someone says to you, oh, you're posting a lot about your business. What does that do? Immediately your brain is like, "Uh uh-oh, uh-oh, stop, stop posting about your business. So-and-so commented and now no one likes it. No one wants to hear it. It's not true. It's that person's fucking bullshit story for whatever reason and why they think that it's okay to tell you about it. I don't know, but you have to learn how to not hear that or not listen, right? And not let it impact your actions. So that was our lesson on marketing. All right. So I'm going to recap really quickly before we wrap up. What is a marketing strategy for you? Number one, knowing what your marketing channels are that you want to use. I think you need a three minimum, okay? If not all six. And there are more when you get a little bit bigger, okay? Um, Okay, number two, having a variety of messaging styles so that you don't worry about that you're just doing the same thing over and over again. And doing the same thing over and over again is going to get the same results. So if you want to get a, if you want to reach more people and different people, you got to do things differently. All right. Lots of different stuff. Number three, clear calls to action. Always clear calls to action. What do you want your people to do? You want them to sign up for something. You want them to message you. You want them to comment. You want them to hit reply. You want them to buy. You want them to schedule. Tell them what you want them to do and then make it really easy for them to do it in the clearest, streamlined way without barriers to entry. And number four, get your mindset in the right place for being an entrepreneur and for having a business. Okay. I can help you with all of these things. I help you with the podcast, but I can also help you in a deeper way. Why don't you come join us in the Passion and Prosperous Academy where you get like, you get everything that you hear on the show in real life and obviously way more, right? I mean, this is the thing that I love that people say about me. They say, if this is what she gives away for free, I can't imagine what I get when I pay. And then they pay and then they're like, holy shit. Holy shit. I'm so glad I did this. Okay, that's that's what happens. So if you want to be in the Passion and Prosperous Academy with us, then all you have to do is literally go to my website and you can sign up. But if you feel like you want to talk to me, you can. The Passion and Prosperous Academy is just an ongoing program and you can start whenever you're ready And you'll be able to dive in and immediately get um, me to tell you what strategy, what what you should do 
like the minute you start, like what you should be focusing on and what you should look at and what content you should watch and all of that. And then it's live. We've got monthly masterclasses, monthly group coaching. You've got coaching with me. You've got your own coach every month. It's, oh my God, it's so good. All right. So that's the Passion Prosperous Academy. And also one final reminder, every Monday, I'm hoping by the time um, you hear this, that it's still Mondays at 4.30. I'm going to give it a really good shot of building. Uh, it may j- change the date and time. But as, as of right now, every Monday at 4.30 Eastern, we get together to talk about the episode that got released that week. So episodes come out Wednesdays. And then on that Monday, we get together for a podcast chat where you can ask me questions, where you can connect with everyone in the community get a little coaching, have like some high vibes. Everyone leaves those calls and they're like, oh my God, I feel so amazing right now. Right? That's so, that's, you. all all you need for that is to be a member of my Facebook group, Passion and Prosperous. All right? So join the Facebook group. Join the Academy. And uh, right now, I don't have anything to tell you about anything coming up. Amazingly, I'm taking a little bit of a, of a behind the scenes time and I'm cooking up all of the big stuff that's coming in April and, um, and May and June. And we got stuff, you guys. We got stuff. Okay. Sending you lots of love. Uh, as always, I just want you to go out there, use your gifts and skills, stay passionate, and know that you can make money doing what you love. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it. <laughs>